Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. Happy Monday to you. I am your host, Austin Gerke. And for today's show, it is Recap Monday, which coincidentally will actually be very, very NFL heavy. Yeah, just a quick update on the home run chase for Aaron Judge and NASCAR picks and everything else in between. College football fans... I'll see you guys tomorrow with that because some of the games were exciting, but not too much for me to be like, oh, yeah, here we go. But that'll be tomorrow's show. For today, it's NFL heavy. Uh, first on the home run chase, Aaron Judge is still stuck at 60. He has a shot today for my baseball fans. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's what I'm forgetting with the baseball stuff. Uh, You got the playoff updates, too. The Dodgers have clinched the best record in the National League, so they they are the number one seed officially in the National League playoffs. So they get get some time off. They're going to get the bye. The Mets' magic number to clinch the NL East is down to eight. The Cardinals stuck at three, or not stuck at the... Well, no, they are. They're stuck at three to clinch the NL Central. On the American League side, the Guardians have clinched the AL Central, so they're the second American League team to clinch their division. The Yankees have a chance to do it tonight against Toronto in Toronto. So as far as the home run chase thing, that's on hold, and so is the Triple Crown watch, too. But... That's your update there. As far as NASCAR goes, Tyler Reddick now becomes the fourth non-playoff driver to win a race after his win in Texas yesterday. And your boy is now 3 for 20... Where are we at now? 3 for 28 on the season, so... Waving the white flag there. But there's your recap as far as the weekend goes. Let me go ahead. There are only four games in the baseball calendar today so I'm just gonna go ahead and give you guys the winners there and then I'm gonna spend the rest of the show on the games from yesterday and Buck fans the sky is not falling take a deep breath yes no Evans no Godwin yet they still had a shot to win it had a 45 year old man actually seen the play clock that one is on you now granted it took till the last two minutes for you to finally get the offense going. You know, screw it. I'm just going to jump right into the NFL reactions before I uh, give you the baseball picks. Uh, you know, I'm already starting on the Bucks. There's The sky's not falling. It's 2-1, and one, this team. Yes, it's slow, and the offense is still pretty much a work in progress. I don't know how much longer it's going to be. But when your quarterback is, what, 30... Let me check his box score again. But when you're 32 of 42, last I looked... Let me see. Let's see, 32-42. Let's see. Box score. If my phone would go quick here. Of course, when I want to start doing the show, then it starts doing that. Let's see. Yeah. 31 of 42. That's not bad. 271 and a touchdown. 
6.5 average yards per throw. So that wasn't bad. I mean, it came down to one play. Despite all those struggles, the Bucks still had a chance. So the defense, as long as the defense continues to play the way they have, which, by the way, after that second touchdown, Green Bay wasn't able to do anything for the rest of the game. So if there is a bright side for the Bucks fans, your defense and the defense is legit. I do think they'll slow down Kansas City a little bit. You know, the offense just has to wake up. It's really that simple for the Bucks. As far as the other late windows, just when you think you have the league figured out, and just when you think you want to put the pedestal on the Chargers, they fall apart again. 31-10, they lose to the Jaguars. I understand Justin Herbert was questionable with the ribs to begin with, but he played, right? He played, and forget the fact that you only scored 10, whoopee-doo, but your defense gave up 31 points to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, by the way, are leading the AFC South, which isn't really a consolation prize because... Everybody in that division's either one, one, and one, like in like Indy is, or one and two. So, or in uh, Houston's case, oh, one and two. But you know, how do you let that happen? Now, the Rams have surely bounced back from their opening day thumping that opening night thumping that they got 2 weeks ago. They bounced back very convincingly after a win in Arizona and they've reasserted themselves kind of as the team to beat in the West because just when I thought the, you know, I'm skipping game, round games here. 11 to 10, the Broncos finally won and as far as the Broncos are concerned, they are basically the AFC version of my Buccaneers right now. Not much of an offense. They can run the ball a little bit better than Tampa can right now. But but they have a really great defense. In fact, that defense figured out how to slow down Jimmy G. Now, yes, Trent Williams, the star left tackle for the Niners, left the game in the third. But I'm sorry. Uh, Jimmy G, you got to remember that you're not in, when you are in bounds, dude. You Dan Orlovsky'd yourself. For those that don't remember, uh, Dan Orlovsky was the one guy for who played quarterback for the Lions back in 09. I think it was that 0-16 year. And he ran out of the back of the end zone to avoid a sack. And that was a safety. Well, Jimmy G... He didn't do it to avoid a sack. He was doing it to set up his drop back. And he screwed up there. So Jimmy G, I like you. You're solid. But when it comes down to when you really need to make a play and you really need to make a throw, this is why the Niners really want Trey Lance to get back as healthy as possible. And they want to give him more chance after chance after chance. It's moments like last night, you know, you got the sack late and the fumble and all that. And you wonder why 
People in the Bay Area are always iffy about you. Heck, the national media is always iffy about you. You wonder why? That's why. You just It's for plays like last night. But, okay, let's see what other ones. As far as the early morning games, or early afternoon, depends on your time zone, uh, Buffalo, to me, is still the best team in the AFC. I know they lost. They lost really because Miami did make enough plays defensively to slow them down, but I don't think it'll be enough. I just don't buy into Miami yet. Uh, let's see, Minnesota returned back to normal after a while. You know, Kirk Cousins played an easy Sunday afternoon game for him. The Bears are 2-1. and one. I mean, everybody in the NFL is kind of back to the pack. There's only... I mean, the Eagles have maintained their, uh, the Eagles have maintained their Super Bowl contendership after their beatdown of the Commanders, winning 24-8. to You know, are they the best team in the NFL right now? I'm not going to say the Eagles are. I like Jalen Hurts. I do think he's gotten better, and I've said it throughout the summer, as long as he improves as a passer, Philly has a shot, and he might be their answer long term. But, you know, it's still three weeks into the season. Let's see what happens by Halloween. All right? I'm, I'm not sold yet. I've seen teams start off hot and fall off late. I hope it doesn't happen to Philly, but that's, that's my thoughts on that one. Let's see. I'm going to go to what other game interests me there. Let's see. No. Bengals are now 1-2, so everybody in the NFC North has a win. Or not NFC North, the AFC North has a win. Let's see. Bills-Dolphins. The, Ra the Raiders are 0-3. Otherwise, that's about it as far as the shock value. So, let me see how much time I have. Yeah, 14 minutes? Okay, cool. Then I'm going to wrap up the show with this pick. Cowboys, Giants, plain and simple. I'm going with the Giants, not because they're the better team. I do think Cooper Rush has more around him to help him. You know, Daniel Jones, I just am not sold on him whatsoever. I'm not. And eventually when the Giants do play the Eagles, I do think the Eagles will thump them. And thump them pretty convincingly. As far as the stat line goes, neither of these guys should be throwing 25 passes. They might, but to make a guess, uh, let's say Cooper Rush goes 16 for 25, which actually would be pretty good. He's, it, that would be 64%. And then Daniel Jones somehow... And I'm making these round numbers, so it's, they're all guesses at this point. 15 and 20. Neither will throw for 200 yards. Maybe the average throw per attempt for both will be under 5. And, or at least at 5. And Tony Pollard will have a big game. So with, you know, Tony Pollard will get buck 50. Zeke will get under 100. So you all think I'm picking the Cowboys, right? Wrong. You know why? 
I just am not sold. I'm not sold on Cooper Rush either. He has all the talent around him to help him win. It's just I'm not. I'm not sold on him either. I'm I'm just not. So I'm going with the double I do rather than the double I don't in this case. So I'll go with Daniel Jones over Cooper Rush. Oh, and by the way, Bronco fans, you know, I didn't touch this on your game, but why did you guys not, di you know, why didn't you guys not count down the play clock like you did last week? I was kind of hoping for that when I was watching the game last night because, honestly, going back, I'm not criticizing the Broncos. I just think they, when you saw that last drive, the one that gave your team the lead at 11 to 10, and you saw Russell Wilson scrambling around, running around like the madman that you saw when he was playing in Seattle. That is what you guys should be screaming for offensively. I know you can run the ball. Melvin Gordon's a solid back and everything. I get that. But force Nathaniel Hackett, go on your Dem go on the Denver radio shows and scream, hey, we need Russ to be Russ. Stop putting him in the system that came out that helped boost Aaron Rodgers, which he didn't need a whole lot of boosting. But stop making him play inside a system. Let Russ be himself. Let him run around. Let him do a lot more bootlegs. Anything that will let Russ run around. Now I understand they gave him a hefty raise, but I, at that point, with the way your offense is going, because you're basically doing the exact same, like I said, the Broncos are the AFC version of the Bucks. You're not doing anything special. At that point, just let them do what they do and hope for the best. And that's what I hope the Broncos can do going forward. You know, even with their offensive struggles, they're 2-1 in the AFC West. So, that's that's my last thought on the Broncos. So, all you people in Colorado, just just leave it alone, okay? Um, where else was I going with that? I'm not not touching too much on Kansas City. It is one loss. You know, Indy got one finally. Matt Ryan still looks beat up. I think he only, I think he got sacked like four times. Let me check the... Box scoring again. I think he only got sacked four times in yesterday's game. And of course, come on, phone, wake up. I know you're working. There we go. Do, 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 do. Should have called this up a lot sooner instead of having to play elevator music. Come on. Turn off the Wi Fi on my phone again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
Do let's see, Matt Ryan, 27 to 37, 222, two touchdowns. Got sacked five times. There you go. So as far as Matt Ryan goes, that offensive line is still not really protecting him very well. I think he for I think they got forced three turnovers. Let me check the uh, team stats again. Uh, third down efficiency, six of fifteen. So they actually performed better on third down than Kansas City did. Let's see. Turnovers, yeah. Two turnovers for Kansas City and one for Indy. So for as much as he got beat up, he only gave up one, and that was a forced fumble. So, eh. As far as Indy's concerned, with how wide open the AFC South is, they could probably still win this thing. Tennessee, to me, even though they beat the Raiders, they're still a little shaky, too. So the AFC South is wide open, and the AFC West is still wide open as well. But otherwise, those are my final takes for today. I am logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. And before I do all that rambling again, I forgot to do the score for tonight's game. I'm taking the Giants over the Cowboys 25-20. to 20. That's a combined total of 45. I got to check my pick'em thing to see what the uh, to see what combined total I had, because then that way I can match that up a little better. Let's see, did I have it? Yeah, 42. Uh, 24-20, or 22 to 22-19. Giants over the Cowboys. It'll be very low scoring. I don't think the Giants offense will be enough, but I do think they can get one touchdown. Maybe Saquon's going to get one. Tony Pollard will go off. He'll get one. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be a very low scoring game. Defense will reign. Michael Parsons, Micah Parsons will probably get three more. He'll get three sacks, and this will be a very boring affair, just like the last three games have been. To where you almost want to fall asleep. But, score again, 22 to 22-19. Uh, it doesn't combine to 42, but it'll come close. 22-19, Giants over the Cowboys. And the Giants will remain undefeated. Alrighty, now I'll log off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I have been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud, and Podchaser, and Podvine, and anywhere else you can listen to this podcast. You can also watch this show on Rumble. Just go on Rumble.com and search for the username ADGERKE. That is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 417 episodes of this lovely podcast. 417 episodes. Plus... Share this with your friends as much as you can. Share, like, comment. I used to say that a bunch when I did the promos for this show, but share, like, and comment, and hopefully this show will get pushed even more than it already is. Share, like, comment, 
and the show will keep going. For or to follow the show on social media, you can either do that by following the show's Facebook page, which is the Austin's Audit Podcast, or you can search for the show's hashtag on Instagram, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast, or you can follow me directly and yours truly on Instagram at Ostispamanti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Or you can, if you want post-episode interaction, interaction, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke for post-episode interaction. With that said, I am out. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. Don't forget, we have College Football Tuesday tomorrow. So for all my college football fans, I will see you guys tomorrow. And for the rest of you, thank you for listening and watching. Peace out, and I'll see you tomorrow.